Welcome to Follow Your Fire, a podcast that helps you find purpose, confidence, and the courage to actually be you and live the big, juicy, wild life you sort of always wanted, but didn't really think was possible. It is. I'm Melissa Pinnell. I'm a life coach and a professional untamer, and I'm going to be your guide to unlearning all that is not serving you, finding your most truthful self, and making this life the one you always dreamed of. Let's go. Hi. Um, I wanted to jump on here and talk about something that I know is always important. And I feel like every day and age feels like maybe this is just a little bit more divisive than it was before online and in life. But I want to talk about something that I know you're going to run into online if you engage even just a little bit, and that is being criticized and being confronted and how to handle that, how to handle it online, but also how to handle it in life. Because something I talk about a lot as I've been talking about the Art of Social Media course that launches on Monday is that there's not like our online life and our real life. The way we show up on social media often harkens to the way we show up in life. Right. So if you're afraid to say anything online because you don't like conflict, that probably carries over to life. Right. So just to recap, um, the art of social media launches Monday. You have one more day to grab a spot. And this is just an example of what you're going to learn in there. OK, so. All right. Conflict, confrontation. So whether you are like really visible because maybe you have a business or a creative endeavor that re like requires you to create a lot of content like myself and just be visible online. Or maybe you're just like a normal person with a normal sphere of influence and friends and family and people you have met throughout life that are now a part of your social media world. If you share an opinion or you share a part of yourself or you share a creative endeavor or just generally peek into the arena of being visible, you're probably going to get criticized at some point. You probably already have. This can look different. It can look like um, like being confronted over a piece of information you shared, like a news item. It can mean being like full on insulted and having your character just totally assassinated, maybe because you shared something vulnerable and someone didn't like that or an opinion that someone didn't like and they just go after you, right? It could be getting called out because you say something that's problematic or even harmful even though you had good intentions, right? So if you've existed long enough online or in life, you've likely been criticized. Maybe it was a loving call-in from a friend, or maybe it was like the nastiest and most intentionally vitriolic and harmful person on the internet. I know that I have seen that person. I hope you haven't, but most of us have. So regardless of what it looks like, I'm just gonna assume that like me, you're kind of sensitive. And these moments can be hard. Like, that's okay. It's okay to struggle in confrontation or struggle with criticism. We're not supposed to be robots. I'm also, though, I'm also going to assume that you are no longer willing to stay in the shadows of either social media or life, right? Like silent and passive and invisible and therefore never able to be hurt or criticized or called out, but also never able to be seen and known for who you are, right? Because these are, these are two sides of the same coin. And, and you're yearning to be known and connect and be yourself, which I know that you have. That means there are people who are going to not like you 
And that can be passively or that can be obviously, right? It can mean being unfriended or it could be being confronted. It can look so many different ways. So that just leaves us with like, how do we handle this? How do we enter the arena of being seen and known in ourselves, having opinions, and also weather the storm of being disliked and judged and even trolled sometimes, like full on trolled. The darkness of the internet, right? So I think there are a couple things to consider here. And that is someone that's seen a fair amount of trolling and being rightly criticized and called in for things that I've said and things I've done that were wrong. And after studying this topic, when I created the art of social media, uh, I know that there are tools that can be used and there are tools that you might have, but I want to make sure you know how to use them in these moments. Okay. So let's use an example that is pretty common right now. As I said, we're in a divisive time. Let's say you put up an idea. Maybe it's an article or a piece of news, but it's something that you care strongly enough about to bring onto what I've heard called the front porch of your life. And that's your social media wall, right? The people you invite onto your front porch. And let's say that someone starts openly criticizing you for whatever this viewpoint is, which is not uncommon. So what do you do? What do you do in this moment? So I think step one in these moments is to check in with how you feel, which we often don't do enough of. So depending on the comment, like depending on the call out, do you feel anger? Do you feel shame over being wrong publicly or being criticized publicly? Do you feel some ego rising? Like who the fuck is this person who thinks they can criticize me, right? Like maybe it's who this person is in your life. Like how dare they? come onto my thread and say this, right? So, so then after you identify that feeling, then you ask yourself, because remember, feelings are always caused by thoughts. Ask yourself, well, what thought is causing this? Is the thought, how dare he feel it's okay to argue with me here? Is the thought, it's embarrassing to be confronted publicly? Maybe underneath the thought is something like being wrong about something is shameful whatever it is, or, or a thought like people think just because I'm nice, they can say whatever they want to me, which might be a part of a bigger story for you. Like people don't respect me. Right? So we just excavated a couple levels of thoughts by starting with asking, what feeling is this? Like I'm triggered. What feeling is this? And then asking, well, what am I making this criticism mean? Because for example, we can be wrong about something or called out about something and not make it about us. Right? I mean, I I know online conflict can turn really personal, especially when you're on a thread where you don't know people. But when you share something that's found to be inaccurate or problematic and you didn't realize it, it's not necessarily about you, right? And along those same lines, I think it's really important to ask when confronted, where is this person right? Or like, do I agree with them anywhere? And I think that that question involves remembering that other people's words can't actually make us feel anything without our permission, right? Which is kind of a play on the Eleanor Roosevelt quote. Like someone trying to insult you by saying you have like really ugly purple hair. That doesn't hurt if your hair is orange or if your hair is just like your favorite thing about you. Like I I don't have ugly hair. (laughs) But maybe, this is more common, maybe they make a comment about say your art. And maybe your art is like this really vulnerable place. Maybe it's a really special and a really vulnerable place. And maybe you're sharing it, but you're also like, I don't know if it's good enough. You know, you're sharing it with some self-doubt. 
that comment or criticism can hurt because you kind of agree with that, right? So always stopping to ask, where am I agreeing with this person? And remembering that by creating that space in your mind and finding that thought of agreement, like, for example, my art isn't good enough, finding that thought, we can detach from that and decide to lean into another thought that's also probably present. Because let's say that you've shared something like art, something you created online or just in the world. It wasn't from the thought, oh my gosh, I suck. My art isn't good enough, right? That is not what caused you to share that piece of yourself. It was probably from the teeniest thread of a thought like, I know this art is going to help someone. I know that what I create should be shared with the world, right? Like that was the thought that got this thing out. But after becoming aware of that painful thought, my art isn't good enough, you can feel the feelings that come along with it, with being criticized in this area that you hold really dearly, and then buy a ticket to a new thought train, okay? And really focus on a belief and a thought that serves you, like that thought we just talked about. I know that my art has value to someone, and I don't need to worry about the people who hate it, all right? I do this all the time with my writing, because there are people who hate my writing, and I've had to just focus on the ones that don't, focus on who I'm writing for, right? So this same practice applies no matter what kind of confrontation you're in, right? The steps are always, you're confronted, you feel arising, asking, like getting really curious, what, what am I feeling? And then saying, well, what thought is causing this feeling? And then saying, is this thought serving me? Like, where do I agree with that? And if it's not serving me, what thought would serve me better? And I think that this also applies when you're seeing other people get cut down online, because I think it's easy to have this sort of peripheral fear that happens. I know that I felt it. Like, I think it can stoke fear into the heart of anyone to see the amount of trolls that public figures get, especially those that are already considered kind of controversial because they have views, because they dared to share their views. And it can also be a bit scary to realize how other people get criticized after saying something that others just disagree with, right? Like maybe a friend of yours said something and you see them just get torn down. I think it can be really easy when you see that kind of stuff to just accidentally agree like, okay, I'm just going to hide. I'm never going to take a stand. I'm never going to share anything. I'm never going to say or do anything that is going to cause people to come for me, right? Except that's like a really good way to never be known and never connect and never really live the life I know that you want. I know that you're after. So the next time you witness something like this, which will probably be today because it happens all day all over the internet, these um, trolling threads, just ask yourself, what is the thought here? And I know that for myself, the thought might be something like, wow, people are so mean. And speaking up means you get criticized. Don't speak up, stay small, shut up. Or I've, I've had this thought, that person just said something I totally would have said. And look at them, they're in big trouble now. All these people online are mad, don't ever do this. Red alert, stay silent, right? All of it involves retreat, protect, retreat. And I think that becoming aware of this tendency in ourselves is really a flashlight to a bigger belief that might be running the show for you. And I know that for myself, and that is the belief that we need to be liked and approved of all the time. Everyone needs to like me and approve of me all the time. Because that's the agreement we're acting from when we don't want to be criticized, right? 
And even saying it sounds illogical because we know logically that we will not always be agreed with and liked. Like we know that's not true. It's impossible. But by becoming aware of this story, and it's a story that lies at the heart of perfectionism and hiding. And really, anytime you're being neutral, when you actually have something you want to stand up for, but you have this fear of being criticized. I think that story of perfectionism and I cannot be disapproved of. That's the one that keeps this like invisible hand over your mouth and over your heart and just keeps you shut, keeps your ego intact, keeps this perfect perception of ourselves protected and keeps us living small. And, and it sucks. And I think we've had enough of that. So I think detaching from the story and detaching from the need to be liked and approved of by everyone is really like the most liberating and radical and freeing thing that you can do. And remembering that your favorite people, like I want you to picture someone you really admire, really look up to. Maybe it's for their art or their writing or their athleticism or their social justice work or their business ethics or their honesty, whoever it is, that person has people who do not like them, who hate them, who judge them, who write terrible reviews, terrible criticisms of them privately and publicly, right? And if we decide to play big and be honest and inevitably stumble forward, we're going to get confronted and criticized just like them. The bigger you play, the more criticism you get. I've seen that firsthand and it's a totally worth it trade-off. I, I think if we're diligent about taking care of ourselves and having our own back and being open to learning when we're wrong, right? Open to saying that, okay with being disliked and of not being approved of all the time, okay with being human, really, and like failing forward. I think that is living a life of freedom and truth. And that is the life you want, right? The one where you're taking up space and feeling purpose and feeling like your actual self and being known and being disliked, right? But that's what, ha that's what happens when you don't hide or water down your truth so that it's palatable to everyone. Your people find you though. That's the beautiful thing. I think it's easy to never be criticized when you never say anything. And I think living a big, juicy, and sometimes criticized life is comparable to what Theodore Roosevelt calls being in the arena. So I wanna end by sharing a quote of his that describes the act of being willing to stumble and fail and be disliked. I think it's a really beautiful quote, and here it is. Okay. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory nor defeat. I think he was talking about trolls on the internet personally. So if you found value in this, this is just a little fraction of what we cover in the course. It starts on Monday, it goes seven days, very small time commitment, about 15 minutes a day tops. 
The lessons are yours to keep forever and you have one more day to sign up. So if this was valuable, come join us. Um, depending on where you watch this, the link is in my bio. The link could be in the show notes. Um, but find the link, the art of social media and whoever you are, however you're feeling, whatever you're doing tonight, I just, I want to remind you to go out there and be the most truthful version of you and be disliked and be criticized and learn and fail forward and put up boundaries, right? Decide who to let into your heart and who to let into your mind. And I think that's daring to enter and remain in the arena of life. So I hope this was helpful to you. You guys have a good day. I will talk to you soon. If you got something out of this podcast and you want to support it and me, the best thing you could do is head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. And while you're at it, pass it to someone who might benefit. And lastly, as a coach, I help people unlock their potential through mindset, soul, and thought work. We find your zone of genius, what lights you up, and then the courage and confidence to live that life. You know, the one you dream about in the shower. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or you'd like to join my email list, you can reach me at followyourfire@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's followyourfire@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find me at followyourfirecoaching.com. Until then, go out and live that wild, powerful, and courageous truth inside of you. I am cheering you on the whole way. <laughs>